Good morning and welcome to another day of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. How are you, Liz? I'm doing great, but I'm looking at your background. You're doing even better than me. It's beautiful. It is a gorgeous day. So great to be alive on days like this and actually every other day too. So, uh, And I think it's so important to share your story of what you just experienced on your porch. Oh, well, we had um, a, uh, a set of birds make a nest up in one of the skylights and um, about half a dozen little chicks just fledged and were learning how to how to fly here. And the reason they got in is the door over there is, is missing and being replaced. So and then we once the birds had made a nest, we couldn't put the door up. So now they're fledged and um, hopefully they will be they'll be gone and then we can put the door back up. But anyway, yeah, it's just such a beautiful, that's my favorite thing about spring. I mean, just seeing how they do it so naturally, how they just know what to do. And uh, you shared with me, you sent me a video. So I just, it was just so great. So thank you for that. But today uh, we are now working on part three of creating aligned and unstoppable teams. Exactly. And so far we've talked about alignment. And we've talked about the impact of trust and how you have to have that trust within the team. And today we're going to be talking about communication, which is pretty much our favorite topic because that's all that we're about. We're about communication, over-communicating, how to communicate, how to read body language, so many different things. So if you want to have an unstoppable team and an aligned team, you need to communicate. Exactly. You really must communicate and you must communicate at a much higher level information needs to be transmitted. And there are two types of overarching discussions, communications you can have. One is a transactional, which is pure information transfer. Um, mm -hmm. In a sense, it's when you go in and uh, you're going to buy something, uh, the cash, uh, cashier um, scans it, um, they tell you how much you pay, and that's it. Uh, the other is a transformational conversation. And those conversations are meant to reach deeper into us, to bring us together, to connect us. Unstoppable, highly aligned teams need to have both. You need to be efficient at communicating exactly what needs to be communicated and without emotion so that the individuals all know what's happening, when it's happening. In addition, they also need to have the ability to communicate to bring each other together. So that's outside of just the functional details. And one of the most important statements, and those of you who've listened to our podcast for a while know that uh, we absolutely love, because it's so true, George Bernard Shaw, when he said that the single biggest problem with communication is the illusion that it's taking place. That is one of the most important and significant hurdles in bringing people together, and especially when you're dealing with a team. So, uh, Liz, why don't we uh, uh, sort of... Yeah, let's start to go through it. Uh, what's going through my mind right now that we often say is that it's, it's learning to communicate without communicating to be right. People like to be right. We all like to be right. But in reality, when you're working together as a team, it's not black and white. It's not right or wrong. It's learning to come together. So what happens when we have conflict? We need to, as a team, and certainly as team leaders, to be able to get our team through that conflict, whether it's one employee who's causing it or several employees 
in order to have an unstoppable team, you have to know and have the skills and the tools to be able to to um, work through conflict. And you need to have the ability to avoid conflict, to raise the energy and the cohesiveness of the team, as well as to make sure that information is, again, moved back and forth. So there are strategies for improving communication. One of the biggest is to just simply say what you mean and mean what you say. Be very clear in your communication. The next is to make sure that you're actively listening. Listening for not only each of the pieces of data that you need, but for the intent behind it. And to ensure that you are locked in on what that message is by asking questions, giving feedback, so that the person who is looking to provide that information actually understands that you have gotten the message, uh, either through a question or, I understand you're telling us this. The other thing is to close the loop. And closing the loop is really critical because that ensures that the person who is receiving the information has gotten everything from that individual. There's no dangling bits of information. There's no question as to whether or not the information was all received and that it was there. And that there, particularly if you are using um, electronic means to support your communication, you're not in front of each other, that there were no glitches in uh, you know, the, the internet connection, the radio or telephone connection, whatever it happens to be. So you have to go above and beyond to improve your communication skills when you're looking to create an unstoppable team. And there are going to be times where there's going to be conflict. It's just, it's, we're human and it happens. So how do you work through conflict? Um, one of the ways is to stay calm. You and I have talked about this all the time, having the pause button. We forget, we, we're so busy wanting to, re to react to what somebody's saying that we forget that if we just hit the pause button, we get ourselves to take a breath. We can start to think clearly because when we react, what's happening, it's that frontal lobe of our brain is not thinking clearly. And oftentimes we end up saying things that we don't mean to say, uh, which can increase the conflict rather than de-escalate the conflict. So number one is to press the pause button and learn to stay calm. And, you know, that's that's true within conflict and difficult conversations, but it's also true when there is urgency or emergency um, in the situation that the team has to deal with. Um, you want to stay calm. Uh, it helps you to get the message across. It helps to have that message received. Also, particularly as the team leader of whatever that team is, your family, uh, the, uh, the uh, you know, softball team, uh, the basketball team, the team at work, or the company you work in. When we are calm in the most trying situations, we have an ability to create calm in other people. And they have the ability to think and to act in that calm and rational manner. And then when you're calm, what can you do? You can clearly talk about whatever the issue is. So if, you, if you're talking from a calm place, then you can start to um, really be specific about what's going on, really understand what the issue is. And be able to, again, prevent it from escalating because you're, you're starting with this calm and now you're trying to have a deep understanding. And that goes along with what you were talking about earlier, which is actively listening. 
actively listening doesn't mean just sitting back and and waiting to respond. It really means listening to understand where the other person's coming from. It's not about right and wrong. It's about understanding how they feel and where their what their perspective is. So that way you can then try to work through whatever the issue is. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm thinking back and clearly defining an issue. Sometimes we can define it so well in our own mind, particularly as a leader, that we put some um, blinders on Mm. and um, we focus on the problem to such an extent that we actually leave off some other information. So in being respectful and in looking to understand, sometimes it's really important to ask other members of the team for their input. Remember, you have an incredible team and each of them has genius and together you have a collective genius. So asking everyone, even the newest person on the team, there's there's an old story about uh, um, Mr. Toyota and, um, uh, and he was in charge of Toyota Motor Company and they wanted to start Lexus and they couldn't figure out how to meet all of Mr. Toyota's requirements. And it was a young fellow who was uh, new to the company who was not even on that team, but was just sort of rotating through. And he asked a couple of questions and came up with a solution that uh, most of the team just sort of put to the side. But the leader of that, uh, that team took it, looked at it, and figured out that it actually did work uh, with his engineers. And uh, that young intern, not the experienced engineers, are why uh, the Lexus brand exists today. Always remember to respect all the voices, listen to them, and to understand through active listening and clearly defining the issue. And part of respect too is respect is really a boundary. You can really create boundaries for your team and respect should be one of them because if each team member has respect for the other, knowing that you're all different people, whether it's, you know, it's in your family, a sports team, or like you said, in business, having that respect to put aside your ego so you can understand where the other person's coming from. That's really what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. And then we want to focus on the problem and not the person, uh, Again, it's having that respect to not personally attack somebody. It's it's knowing that we all think differently. We're different people. We're human. Sit back and see where the other person's coming from. It doesn't mean you have to agree. It's not about agreeing. It's about just understanding and not trying to personally attack them for whatever it is that's that is that the issue that you're struggling with. And again, that the same that the same reason goes on on the proactive side. If we attack, if we poo-poo the um the information, the recommendation, the suggestions, sometimes we'll lose an opportunity for something great. So we, we want to maintain team cohesiveness and we will have disagreements. But even when there's not a disagreement, simply listening to someone and analyzing what they say, um, creating a level playing field for all uh, those voices to, uh, to be heard. As the leader, you'll have to make a decision. The leader will need to make a decision but we can be in a position that we actually create team cohesiveness through some of the, uh, the ups and downs of any one situation. 
And what do we all want in life? We all want to be seen, heard, and understood. We want to know that we matter. So when we're seeking to understand what are we really doing, we're validating that other person. And when a person feels validated, that builds trust. That certainly builds alignment. That creates effective and um, uh, successful or on your way to successful communication. Uh, it, it validating, validating, and validating does not mean that you're giving up on what you're bringing to the table. It just means that you're really allowing that other person's thoughts and feelings to be heard, and that you're trying to um, really seek an understanding of where they're coming from. So, seek an understanding and validating to me kind of go hand in hand, and they're really, really, really important when you're trying to have effective communication. And you and I know, Mark, just in what we do on a daily basis with our clients, when does conflict arise? Conflict arises when people don't feel validated. Conflict arises when people are struggling to be right. And what happens when, when we're struggling to be right? Nobody wins. And so we need to bring that to every team. Don't struggle to be right. Understanding what the other person is saying is really important. You don't have to agree with it. You're just seeking understanding and validation. 100% uh, agree. Um, the other thing is, is that we can find common ground. Um, that's hard to find good role models for finding common ground uh, in today's society, um, unfortunately. But on a team, you should be able to find common ground, areas of agreement. Why? Because you should be aligned in your vision, in your purpose, in your mission. And if needed, come back to those core elements. What is our mission? What is our vision? What better future do we as a team want to create? And we can find alignment there. We can find common ground. And this can help to not only continue to build the trust you've been working on, but also to find solutions. We will always be present because we're human beings. We're individuals in a world that is sixes and nines, depend upon how you look at it. But if you can find the common ground, then you can start to talk about solutions. You can put away some of the animosity, some of the distrust, whatever it happens to be. And you can find solutions, whether you're starting from a place of a tough problem to solve or you're starting from a place of, of difficult conversation or conflict. Common ground can go right to the aligned vision and purpose, the mission of the team that you have together. And I love that we, you know, that we keep saying team because when you're part of a team, every single person matters. It doesn't matter what you do on that team, whether you're the leader or you're the newest member of the team, every person matters on the team. So when you, when you find that common ground, when you're able to brainstorm as a team, every person feels that they're important, that they matter and their role is important and does matter. Again, whether you're talking about in a family or you're talking about a sports team or a work team, it doesn't matter. Every person's voice has a purpose in that team. And then what's the last thing that's important in communication is always following up, checking in, checking in to make sure that the team is aligned, checking in to make sure that that there uh, aren't things that are bubbling up that, that people aren't sharing or talking about, checking in to make sure that people are understanding what what how the team is mo moving forward. Oh, I just saw one fly by. I wonder if that was one of your babies. Um, <laughs> Uh, checking in to really um, make sure that the solutions that you agreed upon are working or where there might be some glitches where you need to bring the team together again to, you know, 
go through again what other what some solutions might be or some other resolutions to the problem. So following up is critical because it's really just keeping in touch and making sure that everybody stays on the same page. So important. So if you want to have an incredible high-performing team, one of the most critical steps is to create and to continue to nurture good, in fact, extraordinary communication. It will bring people together. It will allow you to solve problems that others may not be able to. And it will allow you to solve conflict that will inevitably arise whenever you have multiple people together. So thank you for listening. Uh, we're excited to uh, bring you part three. We have one more part that we're gonna be bringing and hopefully you've been able to put these to action and it's been helping you in your personal and professional life. Have an awesome day, everyone. Bye, Mark. Bye.